Thunder and Milk. And welcome back to Thunder and Milk. It's Nicole. And here's Sarah. And this is your favorite college amateur podcast with two lovely ladies mm-hmm. who are joined today by another lovely lady. Olivia, would you like to say hi? Hi. Um, Olivia here. is my roommate of two years. And my friend of two years. And, you know, we hang out a lot. We're boys. We bool around. We do everything together. Yeah. 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 Would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, My name's Olivia. Um, I am a sophomore here at UMass Amherst. Um, I came to UMass from Virginia. Um, And, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. What do you like to do in your free time? Um, in my, <laughs> in my free time, um, she's with us. <laughs> yeah, in my free time, I'm usually hanging out with these two girls. They do a podcast. Um, <laughs> no, um, I rock climb. Oh, oh, that's interesting. We act like we don't know, but I I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? So I actually went to the rock climbing gym with Liv for the first time last week or two this days week, ago, right? Two days ago. It's over the weekend. It's been a weird two days. It was Friday, right? Um, yeah, I think we went on Friday. And it was crazy. And Olivia is like a spider monkey. Mm. She's really good. She went to nationals. Do you want to talk about when you went to nationals? Um, Not really. And there's not much to tell. I went to nationals. Yeah. um, (laughs) And I climbed some rocks. And then that was it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When you first told me you, you, like, were a rock climber, I, like, pictured the ones at, like, Canterbury Park um, or, like, Six no, flags free solo. that free are like solo, okay. all just like random rocks and they're designed for like seven year olds. Yes. Oh, and then, no, like parks? Yeah. I went yeah, to the gym like with you and I was like, oh, this is, there's like, a, a, there's a re, like, there's a method to the madness here. See, like, you I don't. I didn't know anything about the colors. Yeah, my own experience. Like, stuff. growing up, I was just like, okay, let's just climb to the top of this wall with every single color. Mm-hmm. And like, then I was like, oh, that's things. Um, yeah, it's deep. My dad was talking to me today. Today's Easter. Happy Easter, everyone. Or happy Passover, happy Sunday, whatever you want. <laughs> um, but my dad was talking to me, and I was talking to him about rock climbing. And he was like, what do they say to each other? Are there, like, things that you say to your person that's belaying you? Like, yeah. when you go up and stuff? What are the words? Commands. Yes, are they commands? Yeah. Um, and, like, if you're climbing in a gym and you climb at the gym a lot, you don't really say them. Oh, you don't. Like, it's kind of unnecessary. You're just like, you good? And they're like, yeah. And you're like, okay. But when you <laughs> learn, and, like, when you take the test, like, to belay, they expect you to say it. Like, we do it, like, um, if you're belaying for, like, sorry, belaying is when you're the person on the ground who's, like, pulling the rope through. Um, if you're belaying at, like, a summer camp or something, you, like, have to do that kind of stuff just for liabilities. Anyways, the person, the climber says, um... Oh my God! What did it say? You can't even remember. You're um, gonna fail your oh no 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 no! <laughs> I don't have to take it again. <laughs> the Blair says, "Nope, nope." Okay, I got this. The climber says, "On oh my belay. God!" The climber says, "On belay," and the Blair says, "Belay on," and the climber says, "Climbing," and the Blair says, "Climb on." Wow! So it's kind of just motivational. That's beautiful. Climb on. <laughs> Climb on. Like when my dad Ooh. goes, when I go sailing with my dad, he has to say like. You go sailing with your dad? Yeah, my dad loves to sail. It's very Peter. Oh, yeah, doesn't he sail on, like, the Hoffington River? Yeah. He goes, prepare to come about. (laughs) And then, like, you have to, like, duck because he moves the sail over. Mm -hmm. It's a very interesting sport. I would love to 
uh, have a man take me sailing. That guy was, was with the, that guy <laughs> in the beginning of the year. Um, he sailed. Oh, oh, yeah, but he was like the worst kind of sailor. Like, <laughs> like he was a vineyard vine sailor, not like a. I mean, I guess all sailors are kind of preppy. Yeah, it's kind of part of like they can be hot though. The lifestyle. They can be hot. He was I, hot. You just need him to be down to earth. Yeah. I don't know if he was hot. I don't know if he was hot. Either. Okay. He reminded me kind of of like a. <laughs> okay. A mongoose. Who? What? <laughs> a mongoose. They're like a little like ferret. I don't oh, think that's wow. correct. It, I will that's bet you strong, sixteen dollars. That's why sixteen. Oh, know. this is episode seventeen, by the way. We usually mention that at the beginning. Yeah, happy sweet seventeen. We can go to R-rated movies. You're <laughs> so. Let me show you. There was a whole m- book about mongooses. I believe you that the mongoose is what Annalise said. Yes, that's him. Oh my god. Oh my god. We wow. will include a mongoose in the description. Yeah, there will be a link down below oh, to Hawaii um, Invasive mongoose. Species Council. You can probably just oh. look it up or you probably don't care. You know something. Most likely. Invasive species, they are a very important part of the ecology they're, of an environment. They're a really bad part. Yes, but they yeah. are an important part because it changes the ecosystem. You're so smart. Which kind of leads us into what we're <laughs> focusing on today. <laughs> that is a good segue. Transition. I love segues. That's pretty good. My know? segues are like, okay, next topic. <laughs> Her eyes lit up. I know. No, it's like one of my favorite things in writing an essay, which I have to write a 10-page essay tonight. Um, <laughs> and it's cute. right now. Sarah um, had a f- hell of a day. She slept. I had a whack day. But, um, oh, sorry, going to sneeze. <coughs> oh god! Did you guys know I can fake sneeze? Yeah. What do you mean you can fake Ready? sneeze? Okay, let's see if they can tell the difference. <coughs> <coughs> that was a real cough followed by Sarah's fake <coughs> sneeze. That's pretty good. I mean, if, when you announce they're gonna do a fake sneeze, that I can tell. Well, you know, but yeah. like otherwise you wouldn't have known. I okay. think you need to do a little bit more face squint squinting. Well, the podcasters can't see me. That's true. The I audience could be a mongoose for all they know. All right, let's get into Poor the topic. Person. Poor lizard person. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> oh, well, one quick thing before we get into the topic is number one thing on our mind this week, Wicked. Wicked. Musical. I have had Defying Gravity stuck in my head for, like, my entire life, but specifically this past week. Um, I've listened to it probably, like, 40 times, and I I'm not even exaggerating. I've listened to the soundtrack from start to finish every single day since, like, two weeks ago. I can confirm this because I live with them. And how does it make you feel? Sometimes I wake up and Nicole looks at me <laughs> and then she just starts yelling wicked at me <laughs> and I don't really know how to react except for being like word and then I usually just carry on and like go brush my teeth. No. Yeah, I'm I can't imagine living with me. I can't. Well, I can. But so we actually went on YouTube a couple yesterday. Oh my god! To try to find a um, what was it called? Bootleg. A bootleg version of Wicked to watch. <laughs> and so we found this one, and it is it's like so bad. such bad quality. Like it's not even funny. You can't even see the people's like faces. <laughs> but we watched it. We haven't finished it, but it's been really great. Have you been enjoying it, Olivia? Um. Yeah. I don't really. I never really knew the plot before. Or the music, and at least um, Nicole like knew the music, so she was like into it. But I was like kind of coming out of nowhere, and mm-hmm. it was um, really bootlegged. Yeah, <laughs> looking. but yeah. it's good to open your horizons. For it's sure, it's kind of hard to understand what's going on. 
I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of hard to hear what they're saying as well. Yeah, it's kind of more the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope to go one day. We will. Cool. We'll definitely go. It's a uh, lifelong dream of mine. Me too. Even though I've been. I've never been. Twice. Shut up. <laughs> humble. Okay, <laughs> let's get into it. All right. So. All right, so Olivia was coming on the podcast, and she we said, what do you want to talk about? And she said... The Earth. <laughs> And yeah, that's, that's all. Um, the earth is dying, we suck, it's all the humans' fault, and that's all I have to say. But Olivia has more to say. So, Olivia, without further ado, let's hear these facts or fiction. Alright, yeah, so, so we're doing a segment called Fact or no, Fiction. No, it's not what it's called, guys. Sorry, <laughs> It's Olivia. called fa- Fact or Fake News. Mm, mm, even better. Even yeah. better. Yeah. Really with the times. Yes. So it's um, so on trend buzzword. Uh, on Trump. You oh, guys relax. Buzzword. Um, <laughs> it's a collection of five statements that I'm gonna have um, Nicole and Sarah try to guess whether they're fact or fake news. Um, they're kind of just like common topics about um, environmental issues that come up in like day-to-day media and such mm-hmm. all right let's get after it so let's get, let's after, get after it. it okay number one china is no longer taking our recycling fact or fake news fact, fact. correct yes <laughs> china okay so here's what's going on china um has stopped buying a lot of our recyclables uh which means that we're currently throwing out a lot of the things that we used to be able to recycle. Um, Some places are still able to effectively recycle, but it's kind of like city to city. Mm -hmm. um, And it really just depends on how much funding they have because it just just becomes so much more expensive. Yeah, because we can't get it overseas. Yeah. Well, so, sorry, do do some cities like not have the right equipment to recycle some things? Yeah, or the money. Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah. In the budget or whatever. Yeah. Um, it is interesting, though, because you have to wonder. It's kind of like we just, like, bury our trash in America. Mm-hmm. Um, but And then it's kind of, like, out of out of sight, out of mind. Oh, my God. But is that why it's called a landfill? Because you're filling the land with... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, <laughs> but what I'm wondering is when the recycling goes to China, like, who knows if it's really recycled? Like, maybe they're just putting it out of sight, out of mind. Are you calling them liars? Why would they buy it then? Because, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff in China that I don't know about. Okay. It's just something interesting to think about. It's a yeah. hot take. It's a You're hot saying take. It's a hot take. Right now. I know, if the Chinese government comes after me, just uh, tell my parents I love them. Okay. And yeah. you guys. Thank you. T- tell yourselves. <laughs> Nicole, Sarah loves you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. That was fun. Alright, number two. Straws are going to end the human race, <laughs> or otherwise, straws are bad, bad. I um, I say that they are bad. That's a fact. I don't know if they'll end the human race. No, no, that was just the hyperbole. Oh, <laughs> gross exaggeration. <laughs> I say they're bad, but I think we should focus on other single-use plastic. Can you uh, please say fact or fake fact? News? Fact. Well, obviously, this is slightly debatable, but I would call this one fake news. 
um, as Nicole has actually brought to my attention before, 4% um, of our plastic trash are, is straws. So 4%, it's not, not a lot. A super crazy amount. Mm-hmm. Um, so the straw fad may be slightly contrived, but not um, certainly not bad. It's doing something. So in Seattle, they have a plastic straw ban, and the executive director of um, that campaign talked about how uh, it's less about the straws themselves and more about pointing out how prevalent single-use plastics are in our lives, which I think is really good. Yeah, I, for um, sure. I definitely agree with this, and I've had this conversation with like my mom and a couple of other people when, like, yeah, it's not that getting rid of all straws will take back everything bad that's happened mm-hmm. to our earth, but, like, I think it makes people more aware of what they're consuming. Yeah, so I think, like, sure. the idea of it is nice. Like, consumption on a wide scale, not just yeah. of straws. And to get people interested in doing something, like, the average person, you have to give them an incentive, kind of, and, like, that's why with straws, like, save the turtles, like, right. people like turtles, so mm. it's, like, they're, like, oh, like, I'll be a good person if I don't use this straw, when really it's, like, a lot bigger than that. But I do agree that it's not it's not our main concern right now. Yeah, I guess that is a good way to get people interested because it is a small thing, both in um, size and <laughs> grand scale. Right. But, um, yeah, yeah, for sure, bros. Interesting, for sure. Um, not only should you not use straws, but you should stop consuming plastic. Don't eat it. It's bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Okay. No, yeah, I feel like, because once you start using a reusable straw, you're like, okay, like, let me start using a reusable cup. And mm-hmm. then you're like, right. so let me not use plastic bags, let me use Tupperware. Yeah, or, or let, let me, me use a reusable bag at the grocery store. Yeah. Like, it's just a couple small things that lead you to think about bigger things. I yeah. Think. True. Yeah. It's Definitely. a microcosm. It's a step in the right direction, but I don't want people to stop there. I want them to keep walking. Facts, bro. Climb That's on. some facts. Climb on. <laughs> <laughs> on climb? No. Climb on. Um, no. Belay no. on? Belay off. N- none of those. Okay. Belay Number three. Off. You guys already know this one, so That's it's no true. fun. Hopefully I some could, of the listeners I could do, Maybe should I do don't. like an egg answer? Yeah. Okay. Um, Sarah's pretend egg answer. <laughs> the beef industry is terrible for the environment. Fucking facts. Uh, Fake news. <laughs> I love cows. We've talked about that guy, right? So you want to kill them? Because you love them? I'm kidding. I know that the beef industry is terrible, but I've definitely talked about that guy with the cow tattoo on his oh my God. Um, side and yeah. how much of an egg bro he is. Um, <laughs> egg. No, I know that you guys would know that one, but I feel like we're kind of more aware of that on this campus than most places I don't yeah. know I mean I know that if I wasn't here I wouldn't have known that because it is kept pretty under the table yeah um, the government supports beef and dairy industry so they pretend that they're good for you even though they're fucking terrible for you right <laughs> uh, so there's like a lot of different reasons that the beef industry causes issues but I'm just gonna touch on one um, one little statistic just to remember um, one pound of beef processed equals 1,799 gallons of water, meaning it takes that many gallons of water to produce one, one pound, pound of beef. And um, we have a water Flint, Michigan, 
mm-hmm. doesn't have clean water. And you know who else doesn't? The majority of Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's keep also enjoying your uh, India. hamburgers. Yeah. India too. But also something interesting is people say that they drink almond milk to be better for the environment. Shh, that's another one. Shit, sorry. I'll save it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we'll cut it. We're so woke. Yeah, we're so knowledgeable. Okay, go ahead. Okay, number beef. four. <laughs> Squash the beef. Squash guys. the beef. Squash the beef. Shout out to Real Bros of Simi Valley. All right, number four. Almond milk is an environmentally friendly alternative to cow's milk. Fake news. Oh, my God. Sorry, I'm very passionate about this. Yes. Fake news. It's fact. Although wait, wait, no, it is. Although almond milk requires a lot of water to produce, twenty-three gallons per glass. Cow's milk requires thirty gallons. Okay, to so it's good, but it's not great. That's crazy. That one glass. Think requires. about how much water you could drink instead of one glass of almond milk. Or twenty-three milk. gallons or thirty oh, gallons. That's like enough to drown yourself. That's way more from than drinking, enough. Not from <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I thought I brought up that one because I thought it was going to be the other way around. Because Sarah tried to shame me for getting almond milk in my dunks the other day. Well, what I you, got it too. What I do know. you get? I get almond milk as well. Okay. Um, no, no, no. I super tasty. I just think so. It's people, still better than cow's milk. Yes, but so I just dope. think people are like, oh, like this is my one little thing. When really you're not doing much. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that's interesting is. In Sweden, where my sister lives, they, like, strictly drink oat milk. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, an actually very, very good alternative because oats are very easy to produce. Um, They have, like, oat milk or oat creamer, oat milk. Like, they have all the different varieties of it, and it Mm -hmm. actually tastes very good. Yeah. And you can find it at, like, some grocery stores. My dad started to drink it. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember talking to your dad about it. Yeah. It's it's interesting, and it really, you can't taste the difference. That's cool. I mean, I never like would sit down and drink a glass of like cow's milk so i still would never sit down and drink a glass of like almond milk i only put it in things yeah like coffee or cereal yeah so like and people are like oh it tastes so different but if it's in cereal like all i can taste is the cereal or if it's in coffee all i can taste is the shitty coffee that it's probably in because like dunks slash umass coffee isn't good um um there she goes with that take okay my last one okay okay Solar energy is expensive. Fake news. Fake news. I really had to think about that one. (laughs) Yeah, it is fake news. Um, As time goes on and our technology gets better, electricity is becoming increasingly expensive while solar energy installments are becoming cheaper. Um, So it was really hard to find this figure here, but I got it. Um, So in this article from Forbes in 2017, so we've probably seen pretty, like, more um, improvement since then. Um, (coughs) Solar photovoltaics cost, that's a hard one, photovoltaics um, cost about 10 cents per kilowatt hour, while electricity costs between 5 and 17 cents per kilowatt hour, depending on your rate. Wow. Wow. That is interesting. That is. Yeah, I think that, well, something that's interesting is in Florida, where my mom lives, um, they've recently passed laws 
or at least like a couple years ago when I talked to my mom about this, they passed a law that made it more difficult for homeowners to get solar panels on their houses. Oh my god. Interesting. Kind of because like they it's a swing state, but the people that govern there mostly Republican. Yeah. And they are pro fossil fuels. Pro electricity. How, how the f- how the fuck can you be pro fossil fuels? If you're pro business, you're pro fossil fuel. Uh, it's very interesting. But so they made this just law hurts. that makes it harder for them to do it. So my mom wanted to get solar panels, but like it was too expensive through the insurance. Yeah. Because of the law. Because of the law. But like really, when you get solar panels, you stop paying for electricity because it pays itself. Mm-hmm. And then like your investment gets paid off too because you're paying so much less for electricity like eventually you stop paying for electricity and sometimes like you even get money because like mm-hmm. you have excess nothing. power yeah yeah the mm, i feel like the thing with solar panels is it really depends where you're living yeah like for sure first sh- to get to make it economically like worth mm-hmm. it i mean environmentally environmentally it's like kind of always worth it because mm-hmm. you're saving just like the electricity but that's also like that issue where you have to kind of change your roof like every 10-ish years and usually solar panels have a similar life cycle so you have to like replace your roof and your solar panels also we just couldn't do that here it's not very sunny i know some people that um i've there's a lot of solar panels here and also something that's interesting yeah there's solar panels on the garages solar panel um fields so they'll take like a giant field and just put tons and tons of them Yeah. yeah which I think is worth it for like a town or a right. development yeah. to do. Yeah, more more specifically what I I guess what I meant by that is like for a home own owner who has like limited resources, it really does depend on where you live mm-hmm. whether or not it's going to be like for you a financially wise decision. Yeah, it's definitely. 100%. Yeah, I think it Changes. should become more um, widely available to all types of homeowners. Yeah, well I guess yeah. I feel like I could do like amazing things in like civilization or I shouldn't say civilizations Society. but soci- yeah societies are, like around the um ec- what the fuck is it called like the uh, what's the the central point of the globe the equator the equator Jesus um yeah um, no for sure cause like if there's like you know impoverished societies around the equator like throw a couple solar panels like cause that's this, it's so like sun- it's so sunny water and things like that yeah, yeah. no I, I definitely think that that's probably kind of like ignorant for me to say it's that easy but like I would like to do some more research on that to see um, yeah something quick I would like to bring up um, but kind of deals with the welfare of the people that I thought was very interesting I don't know if I've talked to you guys about it but as everyone should know um, the Notre Dame Cathedral was partially burned this past week. It was a whole thing, and it's tragic, very sad. Two-thirds of um, it, I believe, burned down. Yeah, like the spire, which was built actually kind of recently, and then part of the insides and stuff. But um, something that I read online was that the rich people, like the well-off people in France, they've been protesting like these high taxes that they get because they say that they don't have enough money to pay them. But then right after the Notre Dame Cathedral burnt down, they're donating billions and billions of dollars to get it repaired, mm-hmm. which I think is great to restore history and things like that. But it's very interesting to me that like they can say that they don't have enough money to pay taxes for the welfare of the people. Right. In yeah, their I didn't city, hear about that. But they'll pay billions of dollars for a building. Yeah. 
Well, all of this really um, is kind of what I'm studying in school or related to. I'm a sustainable community development major. And so I'm basically like training or educating to um, kind of become a public policy maker in a way, um, considering um, the people and the environment um, is important for us, not just um, the environment's needs and not just the people's like social needs, but both. Yeah, they're yeah. very intertwined. How to make them both thrive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I actually just did, I had to write a little like homework assignment, but I found this article and it was it's titled how a long-standing rivalry between two French billionaires helped raise 340 million to rebuild Notre Dame in 24 hours and this story is like so ridiculous so these there's these two guys um, that picture I know the picture is fucking hilarious it's like I'll put the link in the bio of this um, video whatever podcast <laughs> but there's That's these two tough. guys yeah um, Bernard Arnold Ber- <laughs> Wow. Bernard Arnault and Francis Penault. Francoise. Francois. Francois. Pinault. Oh. If Bernard Arnault and Francois Pinault. <laughs> um, they're the richest and second richest men in France, and their net worth is, like, ridiculously high. I don't want to like say Like, 150 it. billion combined. 125 billion. There you go. Um, math is hard. It is. And um. so they're... Have like they have always just fought over money and like they competed over Gucci and shit. And then one of them pledged how much was it at 9:46 p.m. Um, Francis Francois whatever one of them pledged to donate 113 million in American dollars in American dollars from their family fund. And then nine hours later, the other guy doubled that and said that they would. Donate oh 226 million. Jesus. So these petty ass bitches just raised literally doubled exactly. Like, oh my god. It's just it's very it's just, mind blowing to me. It's disgusting that these people are just like throwing their money at this thing for their for their name for the yes. not to fix it, mm-hmm. but so they look like good people. Yes, and I'm sure they have a, like would like to see it restored and stuff. Of but course, no, their main goal is to look richer than the other person. Yeah, and I'm like, do you know how much money? If they have 125 billion dollars as their net worth together, think about how many people that they could help. You don't need like, who uh, needs it? Who needs that much money? Oh God, you know it's just it's so so crazy. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And that's our French tea of the day. It's our French fries. That's Don't our worry. French fries. Um we're gonna we're gonna fix it. We're gonna fix it. Together the, the three of us will change the world. We're the generation. I totally believe in that actually. Generation. I think we're a good generation. X. Like we want things changed. For mm. sure. Um what was it? What? Alright, so this is a um different version of the interview, Olivia will be asking us a question. Yeah, maybe we should do that. <clears throat> so, my question. As podcasters, what do you two do when you're in here in the sound room with each other and you have to fart? You know, that hasn't happened to me yet. It hasn't happened to me either. Which I'm is surprised. really interesting. It is. 
I feel like before and after, like... We podcast on Sundays, so... Sundays are a tough day for yeah. the belly. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the stress on Sundays no, thank really you for messes asking. up the GI tract. Um, not because not I needed to know the etiquette for me right now. I was just curious. Oh, no, I that's know, a good question. I think she might want to know for right now. Um, Yeah, let me walk out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Because, um, like, when we, we drive our long ways, you know, you used to do the window. <laughs> oh, God. When me and Nicole have to drive together, we just have, like, an unspoken rule that, like, I mean, I'm sure everyone has this, but... You just roll down the window like silently. You just let it happen. Just let it let it happen, and then you just roll it back up, and it doesn't have to be spoken about. Yeah, because oh the best was just like there was one drive. We were both really hungover. We were going to like work with till I die, mm-hmm. and it was just a really tough drive um, <laughs> in every yeah. sense of the way. Something yeah. funny about the drives that Nicole and I do. So we there were a couple weekends when we were like doing a lot of work with till I die and then like a week after Nicole like called me into her room <laughs> and she was like Sarah like I have something to talk to you about and I'm like okay what she's like so I think that like every week we should sit down with each other for like an hour and just kind of like talk about how we're feeling <laughs> <laughs> and I was like okay so like a therapy session <laughs> and she was like. I mean, yeah, I guess. I, I was like, I didn't think like that, but, like, the way you, yeah. Yeah, you that's exactly what it sounds like. So I just thought that Because we just, like, I don't know, on the on our drives, we have some, like, wild conversations. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we, when we're just sitting, like, not distracted by the business of life. Right. Oh, here's, um, here's something that's happened. Um, I recently showed you to that amazing movie. Good girls. Oh my god, no, it's Rough a show. Night. Rough night. Oh my we god. I love that movie. There is a movie. It's called Rough Night. It is one of the funniest movies I've watched. It's it's like similar this podcast. to Bridesmaids. Yeah, it's like this podcast mixed with like Bridesmaids in a movie. It's Literally. it's about these like five women who go um on a trip. On a trip, like a bachelorette party. Right, yeah. And they get into a fucking ton of shit. People die, and they're. It's like funny though. Like it's they're trying so to like cover up funny. their tracks and um, like just solve the problems. They're college friends, which is why we like it because because we'll be so relatable. So relatable. Um, Scarlett Johansson's in it as well as Kate McKinnon, the girl from SNL. Mm-hmm. Kate McKinnon is this Australian girl that like the main character met on study abroad, and she is so the funny, funniest character. It's ever. so. So funny. It, oh my god. Let's watch it again tonight. I want to watch it right now. Yeah. It oh god, it's so funny. It's very relatable except for like hopefully that never happens to us. Oh my god, but yeah. Don't give it away. Yep, I won't. Spoiler. But you should watch it. A doop. Um yeah, so live. Let's let's do some rapid fire questions. Let's do some rapid fire questions. All right, what's your favorite color? Uh green. What is your favorite planet? Earth. If you could only drink what? Five drinks for the rest of your life, what would they be? Coffee, water, wine. Um, mm, (laughs) Seltzer? Water or or spiked? Seltzer, water, or spiked? Water. Ew. Ew. Okay. Um, <laughs> you don't want like a juice? I don't know. A juice. A nice okay, tea? that's too many. If I, I only need three. Oh my. Coffee, water, wine. Yeah. Honestly, Facts. I love like that. That's like. It's uh, easier you. than choosing the other two. 
Because I got no. I don't know. No, incorrect. Um, okay. You two are so funny. <laughs> Thank you. Sarah's been like. <laughs> those were real sneezes, by uh, the way. Those were real. I okay. have some really bad heartburn and like oh it's all the time. And Sarah has been, hers has been acting up. And it's really, I think, hard for her because two of her favorite things are coffee and wine. And those are two of the worst things you can have mm-hmm. when you're dealing with like acid or heartburn. Yes, it sure is. Um, but back to the rapid fire. Oh, What's yeah. your favorite movie ever? Uh, the Proposal. Favorite okay. book ever? I don't know. When you go to the movie theater, what kind of snack do you want? A pear. Shut oh. up. No. If, like, you had to buy something <laughs> from the movie theater, what would you buy? You don't buy pears I bring the a pear. Theater. No. Fuck off. You're so... <laughs> That's just my answer. Just get over it. Okay, moving on. Describe yourself as a teenager in three words. Like your high school self. Let's go, let's go, let's Not go. Not very fun. <laughs> and those, and those, all those three. are the three words. All right, moving on. <laughs> I really thought I had to describe myself. You'll be called racist. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, 
I feel like I would have really enjoyed the 80s. Okay. I think you could have fit in well. I think I really would have liked the Roaring Twenties minus the racism. And the sexism. Mm. But, but I really the like sex. the idea of going to um, a speakeasy. She just wants, she to, wants to meet Gatsby. Leo. Yep. Yeah. I'm just obsessed He's with Gatsby. He's not back Gatsby. there. In the He's 20s. back there. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be there for me. <laughs> I have to get back to the 20s. <laughs> I have to get Leo. <laughs> oh, my God. That could be a good um, book. Yeah. <laughs> I need Leonardo DiCaprio. A deranged woman creates time machine trying to get back to Leonardo DiCaprio in the 1920s. Terry, I loved your um, piece as a deranged woman with the cantaloupe stains. Oh, if God. you haven't watched Gale on YouTube, spelled G-A-Y-L-E, um, you need to watch it's it. really absurd humor. It's, it's so really good. fucking funny. It's like the video. It does, I'm not going to describe it. No. Cool. All right. All right. Um, so thank you so much, Liv, for coming on the show. Um, would you like to shout yourself out? Um, yeah, my name is Liv underscore Khalifa underscore. Catch me on that gram. Um, Khalifa spelled like Wiz Khalifa. And who's the person? Is there someone else? I don't know. No. Um, also, <laughs> if you're interested in listening to more music like Getters, you can check out Oakley Music on SoundCloud and Instagram. Bay. And iTunes. Bay shout out. Bay shout out. Bay shout, shout out. out. Hey, Bay. <laughs> you. Okay. All Thank right. you guys for listening, for listening so much. We'll be back next week. Tune in. Follow us on the gram. And um, XO, look XO. out for our potential blog. Ooh. <laughs> All right. All right. And we are out. out.